now. Now. The Crash and Mars Podcast. 1023 Now Radio. Hello, it's the Ginge, and this is the Crash and Mars Podcast for November the 24th. Today on the show, Crash and Mars talks spilling. We want to know what got dumped on you or what you dumped on somebody else. I'm always surprised we don't do more spilling with all the liquids flying around. We're a thirsty society. And we want to know what you found after someone died. Like, did your grandpa have a safety deposit box that no one knew about? Or maybe your Uncle Blackbeard buried some treasure on a beach. Yar. And we want to know your nickname and whether or not you hate it. Uh, cool fact, Ginge is not my birth name. It's actually a uh, stupid ginger. So, uh, you can see why I shortened it. All right, here we go. It's the Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Also, I do want to talk about this, though. I thought this was a really uh, interesting stat. Now, I haven't Googled it, so a piece of me thinks that it might be not true. Mm-hmm. But I think this might blow your mind. Almost every single cell phone in Japan yeah. is waterproof. Damn. It's been that way for a decade. What? For 10 years, every single cell phone, well, they say almost every single cell phone in Japan is rolled out waterproof. So like all their their own versions of phones, they're all waterproof. All of them. Yeah. All the Samsungs that are rolled out, waterproof. All the iPhones that are rolled out, waterproof. Why are ours not waterproof? I guess we just don't demand it enough. The reason why in Japan, almost every single cell phone is waterproof Mm -hmm is apparently because women are so obsessed with their phones mm-hmm. that they wouldn't stop taking them into the shower. No. So what they found was insane. they had this consumer base yeah. of women who were only buying waterproof phones mm-hmm. in order to compete. The other, you know, all phone manufacturers had to come up with a waterproof version so that women would buy the phone and use it in the shower and use they use I, it in the shower i don't ever see myself using my phone in the shower like could could you think of a time when you're <sighs> you're standing in the shower and you're like hmm i wonder what's on my phone like are you gonna text people are you gonna read facebook what are you doing no, in the shower? i don't know I, I'm, I'm i'm usually doing other things yeah. like cleaning right I'm showering i'm yeah shaving i'm scrubbing scrubbing yeah exfoliating like, yeah i have no time for a, a shower phone yeah i know <laughs> i know yeah i don't want to call people i don't no, want to email i don't want to talk to anyone in the shower i want to know if there's anybody uh who's up right now who uses their phone in the shower because there is waterproof phones yeah i don't have one mm. I think all phones should be waterproof, though. Well, hands down. If but Japan then, can do it, there's no reason why every single phone... It's just not even... It's not an option. It mm. just is. But all the phone makers want you to break your phone. I know they do. That's just scam, That's why. Eh? They're like, oh, it's like semi-waterproof. You can use it in a, a light drizzle. But yeah. you can't go, like, diving it's with it. It's such bullcrap. Yeah. It's such bullcrap. But do you use your phone in the shower? I use my phone when I'm soaking in the tub. Like, I'll take a tub every now and again. But But I'm not doing things. Like, part of the reason why I'm in the tub is just to lay there and relax. Yeah. But a shower, you're actually doing stuff. I I don't see that being a big thing here in Canada. Your phone in the shower. Mm -hmm. Does anybody have a waterproof phone or another waterproof device? Mm -hmm. And are you taking it in the shower? What are you doing? Like, are you actually doing... 
Like, are you, is it just music? Well, how would you shower and use your phone? I think it's just music. Are you just standing there then and surfing with the rain, the water, water falling down on, you? on you? Could yeah. be. Uh, let me see. Some texts are rolling in well, here. Yeah, music for sure, but you throw it in, like put it on your toilet or something, right? Uh, people are saying they throw our show on and throw their phones in the shower. Yeah, but I'm guessing it's probably sitting on the counter or the back of the toilet, right? It's not in the shower. Because then it's just echoing in the bathroom. In the bath? No, yeah. these people are saying they bring it right in the shower. No, you don't. And they turn do the show on. That's kind of cool. Oh, well, why, thank you. <laughs> uh, people, a lot of people are saying they only bring it in just for, uh, they have a shower playlist. Mm. Uh, this text here says, not waterproof. My phone. Yeah. But I've used it a couple of times when I was in the shower. I talk to girls and send a few dirty pics. <laughs> oh, is that why you're bringing your phone in? To send dirty pics? Why not? You're nude. Well, I guess, but... Right? Like, yeah, you're already you're there. nude and you're sudsed up. Why not? Uh, this text here says, Good morning, guys. My name is Ashley. Yesterday at the Terwilliga Rec Center, five people had their phones in the public hot tub. What? I'm surprised you're allowed to bring that in there. Right? Aren't you not supposed to have phones in the, like, pool area? I don't remember the last time I was in a pool. In a pool? Like a public pool? Like a... Like, when was the last time you went to, like, the Y to go swimming? <laughs> right? Years. The rec center yeah, to go. I guess I've never been in a... So, I don't know. I'm going to oh, say... it's been a long time. You're probably allowed your phone. If your kid is in swimming lessons, you can probably bring your phone in so you can... Can you? Take oh, I pictures guess. Yeah, and, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lori says my brother who lives in Tokyo just texted me yeah. and told me the waterproof phone thing is BS. Oh. But does he have a Japanese phone? Yeah, he probably just has the run-of-the-mill phones like we have. From Canada, yeah. and then he went to Tokyo. <laughs> like, we literally have a small assortment of cell phones that we can pick from, and they have a million different phones. Yeah, they right? do. Oh, that's so dumb. Why don't we have that kind of I think cause competition? All the phones are made there, right? Yeah. So you get batches of... Just like look at the phones uh, Ray has. He gets some. Uh, oh, Ray's got some good ones. He gets yeah. some cool looking phones. Yeah, yeah he does. Uh, Ian, listening from Hamilton, Ontario, this morning, says the shower is one of the few places when I'm unplugged. I like it. I don't bring in anything. I know. That's I got that feeling. I'll tell you something. I've discovered how to. Uh, I've discovered the art of taking a bath and putting my laptop on the toilet, running Netflix. Yeah. Oh, it is divine. Yeah, you disappear for hours now. <laughs> <laughs> it is amazing. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, here's a few things that are going on. First of all, uh, police presence over in La Pearl this morning. Police are investigating after a man was shot. In the West End neighborhood, they say officers were called to the area of 189th Street and 96th Avenue. According to police, a man was shot twice following an incident involving two guys in La Pearl Park. They say the shooting, not believed to be random. Uh, they're not saying right now if any arrests were made. Hmm. Apparently, he was shot in both legs. Aye. That seems like a very gangster yeah, like, move. You didn't pay, you're not going to walk. Right? I think they're going for the knees. Probably. Ah. Oh, that'd be the worst place to get shot. Right? That would take... Well, you're down for the count for months and months. And months, yeah. You're not selling anything. It's not the worst place to be shot. <laughs> well, fair, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, as you move up, like, junk, torso, it just oh, gets worse. That's not bad, actually, yeah. No. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> uh, please are not saying right now whether or not the injured male was taken to hospital 
or what condition uh, he was in. They are still investigating, so you are going to see some police presence in that neighborhood. All right, well, speaking of uh, shootings, Alberta right now has the third highest homicide per capita in Canada. Among all of the provinces, Stats Canada shows that Alberta's homicide rate was 3.17 per 100,000 people. And this is only back in uh, 2015, so this is last year. Mm -hmm. What What are we up to right now for murders? Uh, aren't we Do at we like 40 something in the city? Yeah. yeah. I think we're around 40. Let's just see. Yeah. Around 40. I think it's like 43. Hmm. These are Alberta numbers, though? This, these are just Alberta. Yeah, I'm just wondering what the city is at. Yeah, I wonder who's pushing up Alberta's murder rates. Yeah. Calgary? Yeah, yeah. Calgary. Yeah. Calgary. What's up, Calgary? Simmer down. Yeah. Uh, Saskatchewan last year reporting the highest homicide rate among the provinces, followed by Manitoba, and then, of course, uh, Alberta coming in third. Edmonton had the highest, the third highest, rather, homicide rate among metropolitan area, uh, while Regina and Saskatoon had the two highest. Mm. So it went Regina, Saskatoon, Edmonton, uh, Calgary coming in with the fifth highest rate. Hmm. So, As of the 15th of November, we had 40. Oh, okay. And it's 40? So it is What's 40. Calgary at? Do you have that? I could find out. Yeah, oh, I'm going to say... It'll be like seven or something. <laughs> it'll probably be, yeah. It'll probably be low. The negative number. Although I don't really do, I don't really do Calgary murder news. No, here, no. So, so I don't know how many murders so I, are going on there. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure. Um, probably in thirties. In the middle of the year, we were twenty ahead of them. Oh, oh. Lord Almighty! Yeah. But maybe they've caught up. Maybe they had a bad. <laughs> oh, maybe fall hasn't been kind. Yeah, maybe Calgary. maybe it hasn't. No, this is really a competition. <laughs> we need to be battling <laughs> here. Yeah, no kidding. Hmm. No, no direct. No, numbers no, I yet. can't find a. Do you think they would really make those numbers public? No, no. Maybe there's Cal- a reason they don't. Calgary's hiding. That's what's going on there. Manitoba, I remember uh, growing up in Manitoba and like beginning of my radio career, Manitoba was always the murder capital of Canada. Was it? Was and it like Winnipeg, the murder capital? Winnipeg, or? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember they made a, uh, someone did a pop-up shop downtown. Stop it. Of clothing. Stop it. Like full apparel that was like t-shirts that's like murder capital of Canada with body outlines on it. And it's oh. like Winnipeg. <laughs> then like tourism Winnipeg shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I could. But literally, they had a whole pop-up shop. I feel like there were T-shirts made in this city too, at one point. Like for a murder, for a murder, murder capital. Yeah, for yeah. like some sort of murder stat, mm-hmm. which is really not overly classy. No, no. But you actually did see a lot of people in Winnipeg wearing, wearing them? them. Oh yeah, for sure. How long was the pop-up shop for? Uh, I think it it was on uh, for about a year and a half. Wow. Yeah. Just Winnipeg. murder gear? Yeah, murder gear. Yeah, because Winnipeg held that title for a while. Yikes. Yeah. And that's especially bad taste when the number's so high that there's good odds that, like... That your shop's going to be around for a while. Well, and, like... No, a- that you'll be murdered. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh the irony. Yeah. <laughs> Very strange. All right, RCMP on the eastern part of the province are investigating after a truck was spotted driving erratically through a field and firing gunshots from it. Yee. Apparently, this happened back on Remembrance Day, of all days, at around 4.30 in the afternoon, 30 kilometers northwest of Coronation. A truck with at least two people in it were spotted trespassing on a canola field. Uh, and apparently they were doing donuts, ripping around the canola field, and firing shots. It, it, they are thinking they were trying to shoot a deer. However, they are also guessing that the two individuals in the truck were drunk as F. And they're just like, <laughs> Yeah, boy, boy. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. So they are saying they believe that they were impaired by alcohol at the time. The vehicle being described as a gray Dodge Ram truck with a long box and a diesel engine. 
Uh, they are looking for anyone with any information to contact Crime Stoppers. You can do so anonymously. Mm. All right, let me know if you guys would eat this. Okay, first of all, would you drink an entire gravy boat of your grandma or your mom's gravy? Yes, I would try to. Mm. You drink a boat. You love gravy that much. Gravy's really good. And really, is it that bad for you? I was saying yesterday, you know what I would have had for breakfast yesterday? What's that? Bread, <laughs> buttered, smothering gravy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a dirty morning. <laughs> Rachel, yeah. Rachel and her dad do that. No, do they? they butter bread they and call, dip it in call it a gravy bun. Her dad does it. A gravy bun? Oh, I love it. Pass it on down. Wow. I love it. In lieu of, you know, using like the bun to mop up like a normal yes. person. Yeah. They just... Put it on the bun. Pour the gravy right on the bun. <laughs> yes, that sounds delicious to me. <laughs> delicious. Well, let me know if you would eat this. Gravy-flavored candy canes. Mm, I don't know about that. Apparently, they're available right now and Amazon. Uh, you're, uh, on Amazon, rather. Mm. Uh, you can purchase the gravy-flavored candy canes, yeah. and they can't keep them stocked. Really? It's got to just be for gimmick-wise. It can't taste that good. Now, but gravy, if gravy isn't your thing, there are plenty of other offbeat flavors of candy canes to choose from, including coffee. I'd, coffee would be a I'd good one. I'd do a coffee one. I'd do a coffee one, too. Bacon. Oh, Bacon-flavored yeah. candy cane. I'd suck on a stick of bacon. Pickle. Um, uh, I don't really want to suck on a pickle. Wasabi. No. And Hanukkah candy canes, which are actually peppermint-flavored. They want you to see the irony. <laughs> because Jewish people hate peppermint? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that ironic? Because it close, it's the closest to an actual Christmas oh, tree. Oh, that's oh, funny. I'm guessing, oh, yeah. Mm. Okay. Which did, didn't really go over very well, but... Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they are not selling eggnog-flavored candy canes, which surprises me oh, because yeah. as a kid, I remember the eggnog-flavored candy canes coming into my home. Mm. We only had them once. I think they were on sale or like last year's ones. Yeah. So they're, we got a good discount on them. Yeah. I remember the fancy ones that uh, we got one year, the blueberry ones. Oh, I remember the Those blueberry were really good. ones. Those ones were yeah. really good. Am I an old man because I don't want my candy canes flavored? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. you kind of sound a little grinchy there, too. No, because I like the I like the traditional. It's such a small window for candy canes. Mm -hmm. You're not even having them in November. No, you're not. We're all gearing up for Christmas already, but candy canes are still really like... Yeah. It's sort of a two-week window with Christmas. Mm. You like to just keep it straight up peppermint. Yeah. Yeah, don't mess with it. Eggnog <laughs> is good, though. Have you had an eggnog candy cane? I haven't. I haven't mm. dipped my toe. Oh, you've got to. I think you'll change your tune. Give it a shot. The blueberry ones were pretty good as well. Do people put candy canes on trees anymore? Because I remember that was a thing. Our tree was covered in candy canes. And we would just, as Christmas, as Christmas is coming, you, you would eat, eat them. them. Yeah. All the candy canes on my tree right now, and yes, my tree is up, um, they are fake. And they're giant. They're like the size yeah, of this you, microphone. <laughs> yeah. Like they're like, yeah, like the arm of this. Giant, yeah, I got big giant candy canes. Do you have you guys' tree up yet? Not yet. I'm surprised. Rachel loves huh? Christmas. She does, yeah. Mm -hmm. Me too. Yeah. Why didn't you put it up yet? Something must be wrong. Didn't you leave it up till like June last yeah, year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He always leave it up for way too long. Maybe that's why the delay. <laughs> Throw a bed sheet over it. Because they literally just took it down yeah, yeah, yeah. this summer. So, yeah. They need at least a two-month window where there's no tree. Yes. Uh, well, it is, of course, Thanksgiving for our friends down in the U.S. of A, America. So America. happy Thanksgiving to our American friends. Uh, give this a Google when you've got a chance. Apparently, um, there was roadblock in Los Angeles. 
and it like is massive gridlock. Yes, yeah. of course. And it is now being touted as the world's most beautiful traffic jam you will ever see. It is a shot from a news helicopter that was taken above the 405 motorway. Mm. It's red and white lights that flow like a multicolored stream. And all people say is how pretty it looks from the sky. And what a nightmare oh. it must be from the ground. I've driven in that. Have you? It's a complete disaster. And I've been to the point where it's bumper to bumper like that. It's the worst. It's literally like this. You're sitting in traffic, and it's like this. Oh, my God. Oh my Three God. Three hours. Sometimes, like, when I'm watching an early feed of uh, Young and the Restless, I'll watch, like, Toronto Global. Oh, the and, 401's nothing And every now and that. again, they fly over the 401, and yeah. I'm not even in that traffic, and I start yelling. <laughs> like, I'm at home, and I'm, like, trying to get through, you know, Young and the Restless, yeah. and Ari Rabinovich will come on for the Global, <laughs> and I'm like, what in the what? Right? Who lives like that? Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I, just looking at it gives me anxiety. Like, people complain over traffic on the hand Yellowhead, yes, like that would be a complete disaster. You would lose your mind. I would lose my mind. You're right. Mm. Okay, if you guys are looking for some uh, art to check out to make you feel all kinds of fancy, yeah, uh, there is a new artistic video that is taking the internet by storm. Um, it's not very long. It is a video art projection. It's about liberation, freedom, and censorship. What is it? It is literally a video of a person. Farting underwater. What? I bet you it's majestic. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's called underwater flatulence oh. in 120 FPS, which I'm guessing is farts per second. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, the masterpiece is set to uh, Mozart's opera, The Marriage of Figaro, and has been viewed almost 3 million times. It's the worst. Oh, here it is. I don't know if you can hear anything. <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> oh, back this up. Back oh, this my up, guys. God. Here, let's set the scene again. It's a, a beautiful bottom. It's a butt. It's a naked butt yeah. floating in the water. It's a gorgeous beehive. Yes. Uh, here we go again. Oh, I'm going to put that on our Snapchat, guys. You have so to see bad. this. Oh, there's another dose. Is there another butt roll in, or is it the same butt? <laughs> no, it's the same butt. It's a double dose. <laughs> it's a long fart. Right? You get the little uh, sample off the top, and yeah. levels just keep going. Yeah. Well, apparently, people cannot stop watching this. Some people are saying it's actually helping them with their meditation. Other pe- <laughs> no. I don't know about that. Other people are saying that it is breaking up their mundane work day. Mm-hmm. So when you start to feel sad or depressed, load butt farting underwater. <laughs> it, it actually is very calming when you is watch it. it. More than 3 million people have viewed that so far. That's going to go bonkers over the weekend. Everyone's going to be watching that. Yeah, everyone's going to be watching it. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Okay, let's all admit this. We've all done this, right? Someone just texted in and said, Mars, FPS means frames per second. What what did you say? Farts farts per second. (laughs) In this video, it's farts per second. They just assumed... Oh, and people want to hear it one more time. Oh, you guys want to hear? Oh, yeah, okay. one more time. Ryan <laughs> says that it's very serene because of the butt, because it is a nice shaped butt. Oh, it's, a, it's an attractive bump. It's yeah, a it very is. nice butt. Yeah. Okay, let's start her up again. 
Gorgeous. Gorgeous. And again. so stupid. Why does it work so well? Right? I don't know. It's it's everywhere though. Look at how deep the water looks. Yeah, like it oh, looks yeah, like the, it very, looks like it could be the ocean, right? It's a very sur- and that's an attractive. And, butt. Yeah, the legs are moving nice. so slow, yeah. and peaceful. Yeah. Even the bubbles are the bubbles are yeah, they're really nice. He didn't think about where they came from. We'll we'll post this one for you later. Yeah, we'll get it up. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, it's a it's definitely a thing right now. So come on, we, we've all done this underwater, right? Uh, there is a great <laughs> feeling about it too. Well, of course. Like, you you settle into a hot tub? Come on. Uh, well, it depends on who's in the hot tub. I mean, if there's, like, four people in a hot tub, I'm Once not... the bubbles are on, nobody knows. Yeah. yeah uh, right? Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, pfft. If someone's ever pushing... If you're in the hot tub, Marzi, and someone's like, hey, let's turn in the bubbles. Yeah. They want to fart. Because <laughs> <laughs> the bubbles do nothing. Oh, damn it. And not the first setting, the yeah. second setting, where it's, like, waves, <laughs> waves coming, at, coming you. at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, great. All right. Uh, well, let's do this story here. Uh, This woman was arrested in, it looks like, Fort Pierce, Florida. Uh, Unfortunately, though, after she was arrested, uh, she uh, told police that uh, she needed to do something. Mm -hmm. Uh, What that something was, was she needed to remove something that she was hiding from the police. Mm. I want you to guess uh, what she had hidden in her vagina. Oh, no. And she was hiding from the police? She was hiding from the police, yes. Well, yesterday we had a USB plug-in. Yeah. yeah. Um, in a wiener hole. Yeah. Uh, let me see. It's terrible. Okay, let me see if I'll give you... Can you um, narrow it down? Can narrow it, it down. Could be anything. A car. Sure. It, it was sharp. Oh. Um, a car? <laughs> I don't know. You said anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, envelope opener. A letter opener? Yeah. Letter opener. Hmm. I'm going to go, I'm gonna go uh, off, off board. Sharp uh, cheddar. What? <laughs> like she stole cheese? some cheese. No. Like a nice sharp block of cheddar cheese. Oh my gosh. That is disgusting. What do you do with that after? Well, here's why she got arrested. <laughs> she fought with a man in a parking lot over a $20 bill. Mm-hmm. He said that she got aggressive, so he called 911. And that, of course, is when uh, the police arrived. Now, while she was being arrested, she told a female guard that she needed to reveal that she was carrying something. Mm. Uh, It turns out she did cut herself. (gasps) What was it? Christopher Phillips is saying a javelin. A javelin. No, Chris, it was not a javelin. The world's longest woman. Yeah, no, it was not. Uh, It was, in fact, a broken crack pipe. Oh, Oh. no. Why is she hiding the broken crack pipe? Just throw it in the garbage. Yeah, I know. Hard to come by? Um, possibly, I guess, the, if you know you're going to jail, perhaps. The police like, show up, though, you don't want to, like, to be found on you. You don't want it to be found, I so, so you're hiding it. Whoop. I guess that's what's going on. Oh. All right, let's get to some sports. <laughs> uh, we have to talk about the Edmonton Oilers last night. Yeah, how about that? Wow. Yeah. What the what? What a game. What a game. They're they're like an emotional roller coaster, right? They're like, good, 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 and then they sucked. Yeah. yeah. And everyone's like, ugh, of course, typical. And then they're back. Connor McDavid extended his scoring surge with a goal and two assists in the third period. Lucic had four points. Edmonton Oilers taking out the Colorado Avalanche 6-3 last night. Damn. Four goals in the third. They were down the goal head into yeah. the third. The Oilers trailed 3-2 entering the third period, but Ooh. then scored a ton. Just craziness. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what to say. Well, hopefully they can keep it up, right? They won't quit. It's, that's five-plus goals, like three games in a row now. Yeah. It's bananas. It is bananas. This team is on fire right now. Uh, Oilers next up play Arizona on Friday night. They're still on the road in Arizona. So, man, that's great. I was talking to uh, one of the guys who works here. He got himself some season tickets. Yeah. 
not Mikhail, but Miguel. Yeah. And he said it's hilarious because he goes to all the home games. He said when the o- when the orders win, when you're leaving the building, uh, like when you're leaving Rogers Place, everyone's like, oh, I love this arena. Look yeah. at this amazing <laughs> yeah. ice district. Like, this is going to be the best. Yeah. He says on the nights when the Oilers lose, everyone's like, why did we spend all this oh, yeah, money? Yeah. <laughs> what a waste of money this effing thing was. That's he said great. it's hilarious. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, Oilers winning last night, 6-3 over the Avalanche. Next up, they play Arizona uh, Friday night, which is pretty cool. All right, it's going to be finally a sunshiny day today, guys. Two degrees for the high, which is nice with mainly sun. Small chance of some flurries this evening. It is 621, and it's chilly right now. We're sitting at minus 7. Good morning. All right, we all know that there's uh, there's nothing worse than um, spilling your coffee. Mm. It's even worse when you accidentally spill it when you're in your car because chances are you're going to get it all down the front of you or you're going to get it on your crotch. You get very angry when that happens. I do. Or if you grab your coffee and the lid pops and then it's like splashing coffee everywhere. Yes, I, I, I yeah. absolutely hate it. <laughs> uh, it's, it is the worst. Well, I don't know if you guys saw this story, but um, Virgin Australia, the airline, yeah. is now being sued for spilling coffee on a teenage passenger. Oh. Now, we all know that when you're on an airplane and they do the whole drink cart thing, yeah. it is awkward when you're the middle person because you've got to pass mm-hmm. drinks yeah. down, right? Yeah. Like it, it can get a little awkward. But a teen and his family is now suing the airline after he suffered burns to his genitals and other areas from a coffee that was spilled on him during a flight. Uh, the 16-year-old boy was on a flight from L.A. to Sydney mm-hmm. when it occurred shortly after takeoff. Uh, the member of the cabin crew was carrying coffee on a tray, dropped one of the containers onto the lap of the kid. Yeah. The kid suffered burns, blisters, scarring to his thighs, groins, genitals, and midriff. How hot was that coffee? Holy crap. And how much coffee? Like the well, whole carafe was... or what? Like one, I guess one cup is still a lot of coffee. That's a lot of coffee. Yeah. That's a lot of coffee. According to the lawsuit, apparently the father who was traveling with his teen was forced to provide medical assistance due to a lack of assistance from the flight attendants on board. Gee, how bad was the burn? It was bad. It was really bad. Hmm. Apparently he had to do cold compresses on his kid, like in the the bits area and then up into the stomach. Jeez. And that flight from L.A. to Australia. That'd be a long flight. That'd be a long flight. Yeah. That'd be a super long flight. Uh, the airline not really saying all that much. Mm. I want to know from you guys, what have you spilled um, on your crotch? Remember uh, uh, when we went on vacation with your uh, parents there? Your dad had OJ dumped all over. Oh, I, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. That's right. <laughs> like a, just a whole cup of OJ. Yeah. Poof. Poof right on him. <laughs> yeah. And has anybody, like, have you ever dropped, like, a full coffee all over the front of you? Mm-hmm. Because it would burn. Like, I just made myself a coffee. Yeah. And it's hot. Like, I'm in a Contigo. Thank yeah, goodness. Yeah, if you but dump that. If I, but if I were to dump this, like, on my lap right now. Mm-hmm. I've dumped it all over my chin where it, like, burned my chin. I've dumped it on my chin, too, where it's burnt. Right? Yeah. And that's just, I don't know, if you're just, like, you quickly grab your coffee. Usually, it's when you're driving, right? And you grab your coffee, you just pound it to your face, and the lid pops, Ugh. and you get way more coffee than what's coming out of that little spout. Yeah, oh, that yeah. opening, and then yes. it, like, dribbles down, down the, the side. Sides. It's burning. You're like, <coughs> yeah. And it's just coffee everywhere. It's the worst. Has yeah. anybody ever had a uh, waitress 
Or like in this case, it was a flight attendant. But yeah. if you've been at a restaurant oh, and, and has someone tray? dropped a tray on you. Oh, I've done the, um, or uh, the waitress has poured coffee on my hand. You know when they're pouring like morning coffee <laughs> and they're trying to like you double time it. And, uh, yeah. Well, and I'm just like passing my cup and she pours it all over my hand. All over your hand. Like, come on. All right. What have you had dumped on you? Whether you dumped it or someone else spilt it all over you. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. We're wondering what got dumped all over you. Uh, this kid is suing Virgin Airlines Australia after a flight attendant dropped a like super hot cup of coffee, landed in his crotch. Dad had to do all the medical just a disaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, so either maybe even you were the waitress and you dumped a tray on somebody. There's a lot of waitress stories rolling in. You did uh, waitressing for a bit. I did. Did you dump any trays? Uh, no, I'm not that I know of. Uh, this one on the app says, when I was a waitress, I dumped a jug of iced tea yep. and a jug of ice water on the same table of guests. Oh, man. Man, I was having a bad yeah, day. Yeah, that'll do it. What do you do at that point? I don't know. Do you, you just say, obviously you know what? all meals are comped. I would just I'm gonna get you a new server. <laughs> I'm just not gonna do this anymore. Sorry, I'm gonna quit. I'm gonna quit. I'm yes. quitting right now. The sex here says, Hey guys, I work at Starbucks. I was leaning over the chai pump. It got caught on the pocket of my apron. Okay, what's a chai pump? You know when you get like a chai flavored anything? Oh, okay, those. It's a yeah. big thing of chai and they go like one, two, they pump like four chais yeah, in it or whatever. Sure. Okay. The chai pump got caught on the pocket of my apron. When I pulled back, it's opened up, and I had a good liter of sticky-ass chai spill right down my front (laughs) to settle in my shoes. Oh, nasty. Still had to work my shift. No, really? Oh, well, what do you do? You got nobody to cover? Well, go find someone else. You got chai pump all over you. Uh, Look out. uh -uh. Uh, Graham, how you doing, man? Oh, good, good. Nice, nice. Okay, so did you have something spilled on you? Yeah, sure did. Oh, what happened? We were out at the keg having a, it was actually pretty much romantic first date yeah. between me and my wife there. And uh, the waitress came over and she was putting down the plate of food in front of me and the full glass of water. And she hit it onto my crotch. No. And <laughs> no. we had to go to a movie afterwards. So here I am walking around West Ed uh. with <laughs> just soaked <laughs> Looks like you just wet yourself. <laughs> and that's the worst because then you're sitting in the theater with wet pants too, right? Yeah. Uh, at least sucks. it was only water. Yeah, exactly. I didn't have any burns, but it's still just as embarrassing. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Or if it was like coffee or a drink, then you would have had a stain too, right? Yeah. Just to really accentuate yes. a, a big wet spot there. <laughs> Brutal. Okay, thanks, Graham. All right, thanks, guys. Have a good day. Call, call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Uh, some people are anonymously texting and saying they've dropped joints on their crotch. Oh, yeah. It's not a good not a good look. Yeah, the old party burns. The old party burns, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you're just joining us this morning, we're wondering um, what was dumped on you, or more specifically, what was dumped on your crotch. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are saying when you're driving your vehicle, and you're having a smoke, and you flick your smoke out the window, and it blows back in on your crotch. <sighs> the cherry pops back in. <laughs> <That sucks>. like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. Uh, this text here says, for my 19th birthday, my brother took me to the Rippers with some friends. He told all of the ladies it was my birthday. So, of course, the strippers grabbed me. They take me up on stage for a bit of a routine. Mm-hmm. 
I was very excited. Yeah. I, they blindfolded me, and I thought, oh, my God, it's my 19th birthday. I got, like, three strippers. He didn't get... No. He wasn't like... Ah! No. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> no, he said, all of a sudden, they thought it would be hilarious. Rather than lap dance me, they took turns spilling water all over my crotch. What? I'm 37 now, and I still don't trust strippers. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's probably a good thing. <laughs> Don't trust the stripper. <laughs> what an odd performance. So, well, probably because, well, you've got to pay for that extra service. Well, why were they just splashing water on him? Because they thought crunch? it would be hilarious to cool him down, I guess. He's 19. Uh, was, were things happening? Were you like a I don't perv? Know. Were you a perv on the stage? Say. And they they're take- like, whoa, buddy. It's like, oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) They took him up on stage, blindfolded him, and then dropped water all over his lap. (laughs) Well, my uh, that's a cruel stripper prank. That's That's what that is. Prank, yeah. Yeah. Mine definitely was not like that. No, Uh, Miranda, how are you doing today? Oh, not too bad. Excellent. All right. So, uh, was there a time something was dumped on you, or what? Uh, No, it was my very first day waitressing. Oh, you did the dumping. I did the dumping. Oh no was serving a table it was like uh mom dad and maybe two-year-old child in a high chair yeah and i was like they ordered their drinks go get their drinks and of course it's it's a little hard to balance on those trays for your very first time so mm-hmm. anyway they'd ordered an extra large uh chocolate milk oh no <laughs> and as i'm like serving i'm putting all the drinks down and the chocolate milk is the only thing left on the tray and the baby grabbed the edge of the tray. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Oh, my God. The chocolate milk went all over its head. And, of course, then it was (laughs) screaming. And I'm like, everybody in the restaurant starts looking. And I'm, like, horrified. Yeah, like you just assaulted a baby. Yeah, that's right. And the baby's (laughs) dripping in sticky chocolate milk. I know. And obviously they didn't hit me. but Yeah. Did the family know that the baby grabbed the tray? Or did they see it? They apologized to me. And I was like. You're apologizing to me. Look what I did to your kid. Yeah, I just covered your kid in yeah. chocolate milk. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. <laughs> that will happen. How, how do you balance those trays? Uh, do they have little handles underneath? No, they don't. Why no. not? It's fingers. Fingertip balancing. Like, yeah. you need to strength in there. I'd be terrible <laughs> at yeah, that. Yeah, I used to have to do, like, when I worked at Chili's, they had those giant trays. Oh. Did you ever work with those, the ones that you had to balance on your shoulder? Like a banquet tray? Uh, yeah. I'm too short. I'm five foot one. I'd probably be knocking people in the shoulder and the head. <laughs> yeah, I'm only five foot four, so I'm not that much taller than you. Oh, I did it. Really? Oh, yeah. But then your hair is in the tray, it, no? it, Well, your hair had to be pulled back. Oh. The worst was when somebody ordered the fajitas, because they'd be <laughs> sizzling. <laughs> Right beside your face. face. I'm like, oh, just a fajita steam is your... Call Crash and Mars. Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. We're talking about times that uh, maybe something was spilled on you. Maybe you yep. did the spilling. Yes. And was it hot? Did it burn you? Uh, this text here says, I had a side dish of Donaire sauce launched right into my face at a restaurant's grand opening night. Mm. It essentially drenched me from the top of my head to about my knees. You can only imagine what Donaire sauce looks like when you're covered in it. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I would not go into public. No, no. No, I, I would rather take my pants off or rinse them in the sink and have full wet pants. Full wet pants. Yeah. Then, wet pants, yeah. Then have Donaire sauce leaking yeah. down. <laughs> that, one's a, that one's a tough one. Uh, this text here is actually kind of funny. Uh, It says, hey, guys, not spilled on me, but back in the day when there wasn't any netting behind the boards Mm -hmm. to protect hockey fans, Gretzky was on the ice. He did a slap shot that was tipped 
flew up into the stands, hit a vendor with two trays of popcorn. No. Oh! Both trays flew everywhere. Poor kid. We all laughed at him. That's from Alf. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. How do those uh, ladies, like, at the game walk down the aisles with trays? Like, on stairs? On, On stairs? Yeah, they're just good. They're like, just good. Wouldn't could you do it? Oh yeah, really? I mean, maybe not now, but back yeah. in the day when I was waitressing, I was a pro. She yeah. seen me. Huh? I've done two trays. Double tray? Spun my tray too. Oh, <laughs> what? No, you yeah. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the Harlem Globetrotters yeah, yeah. of waitressing. <laughs> the orders are flying off, <laughs> landing on the proper tables. <laughs> I was a good waitress. I pride myself on that. Yeah, I was pretty good at it. Uh, Quinn, did you spill something on yourself or what? So I was at Boston Pizza on White Avenue probably going back like seven or eight years ago, and I had my two daughters with me. Yeah. They were like maybe six and four. Yeah. And they both ordered individual pizzas. Okay. And I thought I would try this one of the pizzas for my youngest daughter, and I bit into it, and pizza sauce squirted all over my face and melted the skin off of my face. No! Oh, that can be hot. Yeah, and of course, all all I did was complain. (laughs) (laughs) And I got all of them for free. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. That is brutal. Yeah, the pizza sauce... And if it doesn't squirt on your face, if it sticks to the roof of your mouth, too. Oh, it's even worse. Oh. Oh. I've done that, though. And then it, and then it ruins the pizza experience. Because pizza well, is so you, delicious. If my, if my three-year-old daughter would have... If my three-year-old daughter would have been into that pizza and it went all over her face, yeah, that would have been killing. Oh, it would have. She would. It, yeah, it would have been a screaming yeah, your, mess. Your, your child. next week would yeah, have been ruined. Awful. It would have just been knocking people out everywhere. <laughs> yeah, or that. Snap, Crash, and Mars. Search Crash and Mars on Snapchat. Join the conversation now. Radio. All right. Keep in mind if you're in the area of La Pearl, uh, you might see some police presence. Police are investigating after a man was shot in the West Edmonton uh, neighborhood last night. Officers were called out to the area of 189th Street and 96th Avenue. Their investigation might still be continuing today, so just make sure you give them the space to do so. All right, it looks like uh, Mayor Don Iveson might have a little bit of a beef right now with what's going on in Beaumont. Oh, what's happening in Beaumont? Beaumont uh, has decided to seek and get approval from the Alberta government for the annexation of 21 quarter sections of Leduc County land. Hmm. That Edmonton Mayor Don Iveson wanted. It's a battle over the land. Beaumont got it. Oh. Iveson's mad. Hmm. How did Beaumont get it? I don't know. They just sucked up to the government, the provincial government, and got it. Hmm. Now, Beaumont's population has doubled in the last decade, and it's now been granted even more land to expand. But that was the land that the city of Edmonton wanted Mm -hmm. so that we could expand and get bigger as well. Yeah. Is Beaumont booming? Uh, Beaumont, uh, yeah, I get, like it is. It's, it's booming and blooming. It, it's booming. Ginger, is it booming and blooming? Booming and blooming? Crazy out there. Is it really? <laughs> like yeah. I said, doubled in the last ten years. Yeah, it has. Yeah. Beaumont beat Iverson to the punch. Apparently, they got like the paperwork in quicker. Oh, oh, he's so mad. Oh, he's damn. super mad. Mm-hmm. He even did a uh, interview. Beaumont's got the time to do the paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> get out the old quill pen. Yeah, that's- <laughs> That's right. That's right. Mayor Iveson shouldn't be too worried. Beaumont's got the time. Yeah. <laughs> it just proves you're very busy. Yeah, apparently there were some dueling cases, though, that were going on. Uh, Mayor Don Iveson did say that he was a little perplexed and confused as to why the province would give it to Beaumont and not to Edmonton. He did say he is going to speak to the minister about their rationale for this. He's not happy. He's going to go in and rip up all the documents. He should. Is there a chance he's mad because Beaumont's a bilingual town? Does this mean Iverson hates the French? Is that what we're finding? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what it sounds like to me. That's what it sounds like to me. Interesting stance, Don. Yeah. 
Clearly, that's what she is. Edmonton is still seeking to annex another parcel of Leduc County land west of Nisku that encompasses nearly 30,000 acres, including the Edmonton International Airport. Now, according to Leduc County's website, negotiation between the city and the county are ongoing. The next talks are scheduled to take place today and tomorrow. So, Eventually, we'll take you, Leduc. Beaumont wins, so. <laughs> Beaumont you wins win this time, Beaumont! <laughs> Yes, indeed. All right, it looks as if Canadians are now waiting longer than ever for surgeries in Canada. A new study that's out by the Fraser Institute shows that the average Canadian will wait 20 weeks, 20, from the time they see a doctor to surgery. That's five months. See, that's That's why... That's insane. That's why I don't even go to the doctor to get a nose referral to get my nose all fixed up. I'm not waiting. Yeah, well, because yours would be... Mine would probably take forever. Plastic surgery, right? Yeah, it'd be, it'd be no, rhinoplasty. Yeah, it'd be rhinoplasty, but it would be an elective plastic surgery because you've been living like that, that mess. I've been, I've been suffering. For so long that you would choose to have that done. Yeah. Uh, here are the wait times in weeks by procedure. Plastic surgery, uh, almost 26 weeks you're waiting. General surgery, 12 weeks. Neurosurgery, 46.9 weeks. Aye. What in the what? Holy crap. It's like a year. Yeah. That is, yeah, that's like a year. Cardiovascular, about eight weeks. Urology, 16 weeks. Radiation oncology, four weeks. And medical oncology, uh, 3.7 weeks. So almost four weeks there. We need some pop up shops. <laughs> I don't know if you want a pop up <laughs> Pop up surgeon. I think we should do pop up surgeon. Pop up surgeon. surgeon. <laughs> that's a good idea. Uh, if you're wondering what are the wait times in weeks by province, uh, Alberta kind of falls in the middle. Right now, if you live in Alberta, you're waiting about 23 weeks for surgery. That's just a general all surgeries together in an average. Mm-hmm. They should have it so like uh, surgeons can uh, kind of bootleg on the side. No? I think surgeons are really busy. Like, uh, have a licensed surgeon. If they want to put in some extra time, they, can, home yeah, they can do at a uh, pop-up clinic. Well, isn't that the... So we just don't have... They have time. We don't have the space. Is that the problem? We don't have enough surgeons. They don't actually say what the problem is. I'm going to say we don't have the space. I'm going to say we don't have the surgeons. Yeah. In Ontario, the province of Ontario, they have the least wait time. Of course they do. uh, Of 15.6 weeks. Second is Saskatchewan with 16.6 weeks. Mm. And then Quebec with 18.9 weeks on average wait time. Uh, After that, it pretty much goes Manitoba. Mm. You're only waiting 20 weeks. Here in Alberta, on average, you're waiting 23. People are saying I need to uh, hit up Mexico or Cuba. Yeah. (laughs) If you want that plastic surgery, yeah. I come back with the Michael Jackson nose. (laughs) 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 The whole show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, all all right, Michael. Like, I don't know what happened to my nose. Like, wow, what happened to your throat? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, indeed. All right, for those of you who are anticipating having a lot of company come down for the holidays, again, it is American Thanksgiving today for our our friends in the U.S. of A., so happy Thanksgiving to you. Uh, If you do have guests coming, or maybe you're going to be a guest, you're going to want to heed this tale. Uh, This is a cautionary tale. A woman in Miami had some people show up at her place, uh, family members, for Thanksgiving. Mm Mm-hmm. So she was like, oh, yeah, okay, I guess you guys can stay with me for a while. Well, they started to drink, and Thanksgiving really hasn't even started yet. And during the drinking, a family brawl started. Oh, no. And that happens. I mean, if you've got tension in between family members, it can go. And some booze. Well, she decided that uh, they needed to go, mm-hmm. that her guests needed to leave. 
So rather than just firing out suitcases onto the lawn, throwing clothes out onto the driveway, she decided to fire up her 22 caliber handgun. Oh, no. And start firing shots towards their feet. <laughs> Dance! <laughs> yeah. Pew, pew. Uh, did it work? It did indeed. The guest left. <laughs> if someone's shooting a gun at me, I'm out of there. Yeah, yeah. She shot it at the ground. Um, they, she also said that if people didn't leave right away, she would start shooting them in the leg. Police showed up. She has, of course, been arrested. Oh, uh, her company, though, did return home mm-hmm. to enjoy the rest of their Thanksgiving. Only so, in America. Yeah, only in America. <laughs> All right, this next story here is for uh, Ginge. Grab them for you this morning, buddy. An Australian woman has shared a video of a scene that might be described as quite terrifying. Uh, And a lot of people have watched it. Natasha Joyce posted a video to YouTube showing a giant spider's eggs hatching in her mailbox. No! How many spiders came out of that egg sack? 100 huntsmen. Oh! Huntsmen. Look at them. Look at them go. She opens her box. There it is. Now, she, of course, has named the mother spider, which she has let live in her mailbox. Hortense, the huntsman's protector of the post. Uh, The mail guy said he didn't mind. He just left the mail on the ground instead of in the box. (laughs) Oh. What do you think? And those are all going to be, like, bigger than your hand. Yeah, all of those babies. So then she just set, like, the box on fire? No, no, she protected it. Protects it. Uh, Ginge, looking at this mailbox. Holy This is what's in your basement, behind that wall. Your spider wall. That's yeah, what's in there. Yeah, you've got a spider wall. You need to put your phone over the ceiling tile into the wall and I'll have a look. You. I guarantee that's what it looks like. I'll bet you you've got a whole bunch of egg sacks and you're going to have thousands of baby yeah. spiders this in is the spring. A, this is a perfect time for them to hatch, too, right now. Your all, home. All throughout your house. Your <laughs> home, Ginge, is a breeding ground <laughs> for both human beings and spiders. <laughs> right? Everyone in there likes to get it done. Yeah. Everything multiplies in your house. Everything. Like, you walk into Ginge's place and, like, ladies, don't go go there you'll leave pregnant it's just you know we had we had some water damage like a year ago so yeah. i had to like film behind the wall <laughs> and then while i was filming i saw a spider <laughs> and then crash mars haven't let me forget it because it got away i don't know where it is it's just somewhere behind the walls now. it laid babies it laid everywhere babies, yeah in your reproductive home look at that sick mother huntsman like yeah. guarding the sack oh yeah, yeah. those are her babies a oh. hundred of them is that how ray acts with the babies <laughs> 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 the reproductive yeah, yeah. of Rachel Jinj. <laughs> it's true. All right, off to Japan we go for this nice little Christmas story here. The Japanese arm of pizza chain Domino's. So Domino's Pizza has announced that they are going to be testing out an unusual solution to winter weather difficulties and getting the Domino's Pizza to the good people of Japan. Oh. They have said that they are currently testing out the possibility of using riderless reindeer to deliver pizza this Christmas. How is the reindeer going to know where to go? Is it magical? I don't, I guess. There's Santa's reindeer. Uh, The picture that they have is basically of a reindeer walking down a busy street with a Domino's, uh, (laughs) like saddlebags? A hot box on its back. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, The pizza warmers will be mounted to the reindeer's backs and the reindeer will be trained to do pizza delivery on the grounds of, uh, of, I guess, of neighborhoods and schools. I guess anything can be trained, right? There's actual <laughs> video of the reindeer with of the, pizza. the reindeer being trained. It is on YouTube uh, to do Domino's pizza delivery. Is there something wrong with human beings? 
Wouldn't you love to get pizza delivered by a reindeer? I would, but these poor reindeer look... I think they love delivering pizza. I'm going to say the reindeer don't love delivering pizza. No, this is what they do before helping out Santa. They want to work, right? They just want to go. Wouldn't they just want to live with their herd and their peaceful, serene... They want to deliver sweet, sweet Domino's pizza. Mountainous area of of, of Japan. Reindeer live to serve. They love it. They're a very subservient, uh, hooved creature. Yeah. And reindeer are, are all about putting smiles on faces. Yeah. When you I get suppose. pizza, you're smiling. Now, Japan has had a very unusual winter. As a matter of fact, Tokyo is experiencing its first November snowfall in 54 years. So they are saying that uh, it will be snowy in parts of Japan. And Domino's is just doing its part with the reindeer. Mm. Why not? Well, there's even reindeers pulling sleds full of Domino's pizza. What animal could we use in Canada that uh, would help deliver pizza? Moose. Yeah, I'm a lot of pizza. Yeah. I, I get so mad every time like Dale comes to my door with a pizza, and it could have been some furry animal, right? Yeah, wouldn't you love to open the door and there's a furry animal with pizza? What like about- a beaver that's like pop, 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 pop. Oh, it knocks on your door with its yeah. tail? and it, like, awesome. flips up the pizza in the air. You're like, thanks, beaver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think about pizza by drone? Pizza by drone. Like if a drone showed up at your door, I wouldn't mind it. I'd put drone above human butt. Below, like, woodland creature. Mm. So you, in your order of pizza delivery, guys, you're going woodland creature, yeah. drone, yeah. and then Dale, the pizza yeah. delivery guy. Yeah, okay. Dale's just the worst. Yeah. 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 Squished. <laughs> Dale doesn't know how to handle no, pizza. He doesn't. All right, this next story is crazy. Inheriting a house from hoarders isn't so bad when they stuff they hoard is worth something. A man in France inherited a house from a deceased relative. Once he got in, he was like, oh, I got to clean this place up because they were a bit of a hoarding family. Mm -hmm. So he started going through the garbage, cleaning it up, when all of a sudden he discovered that what this family was hoarding wasn't just garbage. They were hoarding gold. What? He said it started under the furniture, under piles of linen, in the bathroom, everywhere. He said when he started moving furniture around, he found a box of gold coins attached to the bottom of one piece. He continued poking around, soon found an old whiskey box with more than gold, 100 gold pieces inside. Hmm. He found all of the gold. What did it amount to? $3.7 million. Damn, in a hoarder's house? In a hoarder's house. Whose gold was it again? And just a deceased relative. That's and all they just saying. went in to clean it up. Yeah. And it was three point seven million. Yes. Holy now, crap. because he lives in France and they pay crazy taxes, he owes uh, almost fifty percent of a tax on the gold, mm. plus three years of back taxes that his relatives didn't declare. Ah. Uh, so realistically, he's probably not getting anything. No. He shouldn't have said anything. No. Just take the gold, cash it in, and hightail it out and of do there. Do it on the black market, deep right? web. Go yeah. deep web. Take the gold out of the house and burn it. Get rookie, rid of it. Rookie mistake. <laughs> Disappear. Melt it down. Right? Yeah, smelt it. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Bring it to that guy in Toronto, the gold guy. You see his commercial. <laughs> <laughs> we buy gold! Yeah. Yeah. Call the gold man. Yeah, that's right. Come here. What is that? That's in Toronto, yeah, right? Yeah, Toronto gold, gold shop, guy. man. That's what he should have done. Right? A gold pawn shop. <laughs> you know, Bring it there. tell the government. No. And was this guy a hoarder then, or was he just like, you know, saving money? And just, like, hiding it with yeah. garbage? Like old crazy Uncle Jim yeah, maybe. with his billions of dollars. <laughs> Has anybody emptied out a house, um, maybe that you inherited? I just want to do a quick poll, and you mm-hmm. found something that... Uh, kind of cashed in big time. You cashed in big time. You found something that was actually worth something in a hoarder's in house. In a hoarder's house. Yeah. 
It's like you watch Hoarders on TV. So sad, isn't it? It's, it's very sad. Yeah, it's and really there's bad. nothing really of value in there. But they put a personal attachment to every single thing. It's like, oh, this dog poo. Yeah. I remember when. I know. Right? I love the I love the stories about people finding something really cool because I never have. No. That has just not been my life. Like anywhere you mean? You no. never stumbled but across. You need well, to like live I've, a more adventurous life. Yeah, I've I've like I've found things, but they've been worthless or garbage. Yeah. Like I've never had that painting that turned out to be worth you know, a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars or a piece of jewelry like grandma's brooch that we were like, oh, it's so ugly. Yeah. But then a jeweler's like, this is worth 10 grand. Mm-hmm. Never have I ever had that happen. Mm. You've never ever. jackpotted like an antique road show. No, never. One day. One day it'll happen. I know Crash's family like gambled on that for an income. Because oh, you guys bought the it's uh, my childhood. Yeah, you guys bought the unknown safe set auctions. Right? Well, Crash has spent his life trying to find things like hidden treasures, his dad, you know. <laughs> stuff like that. Still looking. <laughs> I think I have a better chance of finding a treasure. <laughs> so true. So true. All right, a couple of things going on in sports. First of all, Connor McDavid extending his scoring surge with a goal, two assists in the third period. Milan Lucic having four points. Edmonton Oilers beat the Colorado Avalanche 6-3 last night. If you shut the game down in the third period, well, they won. Mm. Oilers were trailing 3-2 when they went into the third. They scored three times in the first seven minutes and 25 seconds. Yes. Damn, it was good. Uh, Cam Talbot making 25 saves, which is pretty sweet. Next up for the Oilers, they're still on the road. They take on Arizona Friday night if you want to check that out. And uh, for hockey fans, this is pretty cool too. Uh, The trailer for Goon 2, The Last of the Enforcers is finally here. Yes, Goon 2, the hockey movie you have been waiting for, is coming out. We watched the trailer. It's riddled with F-bombs. It's pretty explicit. (laughs) Yeah, we can't. uh, I think it's just going to be on uh, Netflix, no? I don't know. Is it? Yeah, it's like a HBO. It's not getting like a theatrical release. I don't think so. I I don't I don't know. Oh no, it does hit theaters. Oh, does it? March twenty seventeen. Like full release. Full theater. Yeah. Oh wow. Sean William Scott. Basically, he looks like Stifler through the whole trailer. I watched. Did you have a crush on him? No, I worked with him. Oh, that's what it was. He was really nice. Oh yeah. Yeah, I I worked with him. Uh, Alicia Cuthbert for if you want to check out some hotness. Oh yes. Yeah, she's in it as well. Leave Schreiber. Yeah. Was the last time we talked oh, about yeah. Lee Schreiber. We'll leave. Yeah, so he's in it as well, if you want to check that out. All right, it is going to finally be a sunshiny day today. And as the sun comes up, I hope I'm right. Mainly sunny, two degrees for the high. Small chance of some flurries tonight. It is 721, and we're chilly. We're sitting at minus 8. Good morning. Your stories are uh, pretty incredible here. We asked if you have ever had to clean out a home um, and uh, you found something valuable. I said that I just didn't. I've I've never had that happen in my lifetime. Mm. So I wanted to know from you guys whether or not you've ever found anything uh, after someone passed. If you find something that's really worth something, do you cash it in or do you keep it? Because it's like, oh, family heirloom. Or are you right? Are you like running to the pawn shop or wherever or some selling it to a collector? Or do you keep it? Or do you keep it? Like something that you really didn't even know about. Uh, I think it depends on the situation. Like if it was like a grandma's brooch Yeah, I'm, situation, I'm pawning that. You're pawning it? Well, what am I going to do with a brooch? Yeah, and see nothing, right? You, you, I the, don't have kids. The money would be better off you because you can <laughs> spend right. it. Yeah. Take it to the casino and double it. Okay. <laughs> Crash's, Thanks, Grandma. Crash's family just really shone through. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah, your family, your genetics just really shot through uh, yeah. there. Grandma dies, pawn her brooch, take to the casino, try to double. Grandma would be so proud. Sorry, Grandma, suck it. <laughs> what, what is an heirloom to you then? Like, nothing is then. Nothing. Well, it's something that I could use, perhaps. Yeah. Just nothing. <laughs> I could use yeah. some cash. <laughs> some colder cash. Right. At the casino. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So we want to know from you guys uh, if you've ever uh, in, been in the situation where you had to clean out somebody's property. Like mm-hmm. this guy in France who uh, inherited a home from a deceased relative and found $3.7 million in gold hidden, like under the furniture, taped under tables. It's mm-hmm. just nuts. Like I've mentioned this uh, a couple times of the old house that uh, we were renovating years ago. Yes, I, I remember that. In the floorboards, we bust open this box and there was tons of cash in there, old cash. Yeah. Unfortunately, the mice got in there and ate their way through like 15000 Yeah. But it was old bills. So you were able to bring that in and get some cash for that. that was and nice. what happened? Well, I cashed it in. Yeah. Yeah, and that was it. And you get cash. It's just money. So what, do you, money. what else do you do with it? Spend yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this text here says, uh, my parents were asked to help clean a hoarder's home. The lady had a huge box of purses. She told my mom to take and dispose of them. She brought them to me. So I, I opened them up and looked through them. Mm-hmm. One purse was an alligator purse. Upon further research, it was worth over $2,000. Damn. It was from the 50s. Not a scratch on it. It's in safekeeping right now. Oh. I guess it's kind of taboo to have real alligator. I think she says baby alligator, too. Oh. oh that's a premium one. But still, we're $2,000. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know. Sell it! <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, we were talking about this story uh, about this dude in France who inherited a home from a relative who had passed away. And when he went in to clean it up because the relative was a bit of a hoarder, during the cleaning process, he ended up finding $3.7 million in gold. And it was everywhere. It was taped under furniture. It was stashed in walls, hidden under floorboards. Uh, just insane. Mm-hmm. So we kind of threw it out there. Has anybody ever found anything that was valuable? Maybe after an inheritance, you inherited a home. You had to go in and do some cleaning. Um, maybe just in organizing finances after someone has passed away. Uh, did you get, you know, stumble across something worth a lot of money? I feel like I need to hide things in the house. Me too. Right? I need These to cut a hole in the great. wall and hide things and patch it up and then figure it out years later. Be like, right. Yeah. I, got, I put 20 bucks in the wall. <laughs> uh, yeah, right? Why not? Uh, this text here says, I'm going to stay anonymous on this one because it will start fights. Mm. Uh-oh. A family member of mine fell in hard times. Parts of his extended family were helping him and using his garage for storage. Well, they abandoned him, but left their stuff in his garage. Oh. Ash, you can relate to this. Oh, yeah. Because you've had family members drop junk off at your brother's. All the time. And, then ne- and just leave it there. Yeah. They owed him money for rent they never paid. When he lost his house, we went to help him clean it up. I found an original Nintendo N64, Mm. 150 games, plus some rare handhelds. I sold them for 4K. Damn. I also found a bunch of gold jewelry. Sold it, 14K. Wow. A bunch of collector's coins and bills, 6K. I found a bunch of tools, sold them for over a grand. So why didn't the owner of that sell all that stuff to pay for the I don't know the storage and the rent and all that? Yeah, because they didn't. They just left it there. Mm-hmm. So he says after they sold it, they helped out the guy who fell on hard times. Yeah. And now the people are like, well, give me my stuff. Right? I'd be like, no. Too bad. Five years yeah. in my garage? Yeah, not, that's mine. It's mine. Too bad, bud. Uh, Karen's on four here. How are you doing today, Karen? Good. How are you? Yeah, doing pretty good. All right. So did you find something that was worth like crazy money or what? Well, ish. Um... 
when I was a kid, I spent my summers in Winnipeg. Okay. And uh, my grandma used to hide stuff all over the house. So when we wanted to go to the corner store, we'd go and find dollars and stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. And we asked her why she used to hide this, and she said there'd come a time when she was gone, and she didn't want people to be sad. Oh. So when she did pass in the 90s, I told my grandpa yeah. that he needed to start searching the house. And I told him some of her key hidey holes, and he found... Um, vintage bills, he found collector wine, he found thousands of dollars, and it was um, behind pictures, it was under wow. typewriter, it was taped to the bottom of drawers, it was everywhere. And this was That's just crazy. part of like your, uh, your grandma's scavenger hunt for you kids. Yeah, and she had been planning it for years so that it would keep us busy when we came in the summer, but it would keep my grandpa busy if she died first. <laughs> That's really cool. I love that right? idea. I love it. Yeah. Like find an old bottle of wine yeah. and be like, oh, this is nice. Yeah, like in shoes, like everywhere. Like you look in the back of the closet and these old rubber boots yeah. this would have coins stuffed in the toes or a bottle of wine or there'd be a bottle of whiskey. Or, yeah. Like it was just amazing. That's my. That's going to be my scavenger hunt. Right? Wine. What a great idea. I'm just going to shove just wine. wine. Yeah. Wine everywhere. I'll be drunk for a year. <laughs> Find some old rubber boots, and I'll replace the label with a picture of me, thumbs up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now Radio. Uh, we're talking about, if you're just joining us, what you found after someone passed away. Maybe you were asked to go into a home, uh, do some tidying up. Maybe you inherited the home, and uh, you had to do some searching. Some throwing out, some sorting of goods. Did you find a treasure? Mm -hmm. Did you find something that was worth a lot of money? Uh, this text here says, good morning, guys, from Heather. When my grandma moved out of her home 50-plus years in Winnipeg, my mom and her siblings uh, emptied out the house. Same thing. Money squirreled away and forgotten about. Here's where they found money. Are you ready? Yeah. Tucked in the floor vents. Look in the floor vents, people. Always check the floor vents. Under furniture, in cupboards, jacket pockets. All in all, they found over $5,000 that was hidden around the house. Damn. Uh, your return air vents, check those too. Right? You just unscrew them from the wall and it's just a big open area. Oh, I guess there would be, yeah. yeah. My mom assumes that they did not find it all. So every time we drive by, we give the renters dirty looks, thinking that they have made gotten their grubby <laughs> hands on my grandma's cash. Yeah, they found something. Yeah, that's from Heather. Yeah. That's a cute Let's story. Get your hands on that stuff. Yeah. Uh, let's go to, uh, we'll go with Tasha here. You find something cool or what? Well, so my um, husband's uncle passed away this past summer, and okay. he was uh, an old bachelor yeah. um, who had saved every penny that he ever had, but he was also a hoarder. And uh, when he passed, the buzzards started to circle, I guess you would say. Okay. Oh, yeah. And all the family started coming out, and uh, they were going to clean up the house, and mm -hmm. they started cleaning up, and they found a note, and it said, um, money in the cat bed. And he, of course, had lots and lots of cats, so yep. therefore lots and lots of cat beds. <laughs> uh -huh, I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> so they're searching through all of these, uh, this house and finding these cat beds and digging and looking and finding pretty much nothing. Are they, like, cutting them open? Oh, yeah. Okay. They're just looking. and they, I mean, they're cleaning up at the same time, too, but they're also just 
they're looking for. Oh yeah, well now they're treasure, treasure hunting. Yeah, exactly. They are absolutely treasure hunting. Yeah. So, and then they found down in the very basement in the crawl space, actually found a safe. So they were so excited. Okay. Oh. So they break into the safe. Yeah. And uh, they find another note. <laughs> What does this note say? This note says, uh, money in the brown leather wallet. Oh! (laughs) That is hilarious. I love people that play games like that. I I just, I actually think it's so sweet because he was a a bachelor who kind of was a a little bit of a loner and we'd have him out to family functions and that would be the only time you ever saw him. But I thought, oh, you're just, you're just playing with all these buzzards. (laughs) Oh, exactly. Just, yeah, he, He's watching. Everyone just buzz around oh, yeah. his house, and be like, gotcha. ripping open cat right? beds. <laughs> I think that's exactly what he's doing. Up was there, there? I think good on you. Oh, oh yeah. Was there ever any money to be found? They did find some money, like the you know, kind of fairly small amount. Yeah, probably like a couple hundred bucks or something. A little bit here yeah. and there. That is uh, hilarious. It was a very large estate, so it's not like anybody's going to be very hard done. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> what an awesome story. Uh, that is a great yeah. story. Yeah, thanks for sharing that one. Oh, no problem. You guys have a good day. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. That is cute. Bye. Send all Bye. your vultures on a little, I am little search. totally going to do that. Yeah. My tour will uh, take you around the globe, too. Yeah. But it's on your dime, not There's mine. Money in the cat beds. I love it. <laughs> That's so sweet. I love it. <laughs> um, we'll go with. Uh, we got time? Yeah, we got time. Sure. Yes. Uh, Tannis. Uh, is it Tannis? Yeah. How you doing? Good. Good. And you? Yeah, doing We're pretty doing good. Doing great. All right. Uh, did you find something pretty cool? Yeah, it was pretty interesting. So we we knew that we were moving into a former Oilers like family home. Ooh. Cool. Yeah, so, but when we started going through everything, there was a lot of, like, worthless stuff in there, but then one day we opened a cabinet, Yeah, it was kind of like a sneaky cabinet on top of the fridge, and inside we pulled out an envelope, and it was just full of signed blank checks from this former oiler player. What? Yeah, so we were like, okay, what do we do with that? Right? Well, you go to the bank. (laughs) (laughs) Start putting some dollar signs on there. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, so I think he had been writing them, like, to keep his mom in case she needed cash. Probably, yeah. And if she needed, like, a couple hundred bucks or maybe a couple thou, she would just put it on the check and deposit it. Yeah, so, I mean, that could have been limitless, right? Who knows? Right? We decided to be good humans about it and return them through the realtor. But yeah. But an opportunity. Every, wow. Everyone wants to know who. I know. Can you say who? Um, I think so. I, I actually am not like a really, I don't really know the players very well. His name is Jamie McLennan. He was a goalie, and now I think he does like announcing stuff, but I really don't know that much about them. Huh. Alrighty. You guys don't, you're not familiar? I'm just like, oh yeah, he's a retired professional goaltender. Yeah, him. Oh yeah, he's a there TSN is. analyst. Yeah, he is. That, that's the word. Oh, and you had a bunch of blank checks from him? Yes. Damn! <laughs> that is hilarious. The good news is he's still alive. It's he's probably the same bank account. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, he kept one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, we gave them all back. I swear. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> all, all crash and Mars.
489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Do another round here of uh, the cool things that you found. Yes. Maybe uh, doing a estate cleanup, helping friends clean up. Yes. And maybe you found something that was worth a lot of cash. Uh, lots of people are texting in with some pretty cool stories as well. Uh, this text here says my great-grandfather was an avid comic book collector mm-hmm. and a compulsive hoarder. He passed away a couple years ago. Uh, we went in there to help the family clean out the house in Manitoba. We found his old comic book collection. Oh. $16,000. Damn. Wow. That is great. You know what? I should check on the uh, old porn we found in the family cabin. I don't think it'd be worth 16000 I redid the bathroom and I ripped the vanity out and there was porn stuffed underneath the sink. Between uh, yeah, all that's the right. spider webs and stuff, I ripped that out. Maybe that's worth something. No, it's from like 1977. Right? It's, it's retro porn. Yeah. That's, no. It's worth a lot of bucks. Listen to this text crash, you're going to die. A lot of hairstyles in that porn. Yeah, there were some lot of hairstyles. <laughs> Top and bottom. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. While in Vegas by the elevator, I thought I found a loony. When I mentioned it to my husband, he demanded to see it. It was a piece of solid gold. It was a $5 piece. Mm. I thought, ah, oh, whatever. Could do no wrong. I brought the coin home, sold it to a collector, $1.8 million. Shut up. Who, who texted that in? Anonymous. I don't, I don't, no. <laughs> <laughs> now oh, that's great. luck. Now I'm going to be picking up everything on the ground. That's luck. Yeah, that yeah. is pure luck. Uh, let's go to Madison here. Hey, Madison. Hi. Hey. Um, you guys talking about when... Um, you found stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you find something big during a cleanup, what did you do with it? Yeah, um, I actually have a story about someone else. Oh, okay, um, sure. I work at a bank. Yeah. And um, I had a lady come in with her two kids one time. Yeah. And they, their father had passed away. Yeah. And they found a bag with $178,000. Wow! Are, are you yeah. kidding? I'm not kidding. Their um, their dad had a terminal illness, and yeah. he wanted to leave them a gift. Wow. Yeah. And he just put all this money in a bag. Put it all in a bag, and it was with his stuff. No <laughs> way. I have a question. Can I, like, if I have $100,000, can I walk into a bank and say, in bills, please? What do you mean? Because um, he had it in, it was cash. Yeah, cash, yeah. So how did you get $178,000 in cash? I'm guessing um, well, he just added he to it. Accumulated it over time. Yeah, that was probably yeah. he probably didn't believe in banks. He probably just put all his mm. money into this bag. Well, they had they had their finances and everything in order. Like they they knew that he was going to pass away, but yeah. it was just like an extra like saving gift. That wow. Did. Yeah, just his little stockpile. That's stock so pile. cool. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do if I ever find out I'm dying. I'm going to take out all my money and put it in a bag. I'm going to put it in a bag. I'm going to hide it and leave you a map. <laughs> Treasure hunt for the for the now family. Yeah, for the now family, whoever finds it. Send a snap. Search Crash and Mars. All one word on Snapchat. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, here's a few things that are going on. First of all, Council's Urban Planning Committee has agreed to a citywide study on residential speeds on whether or not they should be reducing them. Now, right now, residential speeds vary anywhere from 50 to 60, and they're looking at taking it down to a flat 40. Yeah, if you, sure. t- if you take down 40, then people do 50. 
right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so just take it. Why study it? Just take it down. Take it down. You know what don't, people are yeah. going to do. Don't waste your money to study your time. Just If like, you really want to slow people down, throw up speed yeah. bumps. No one's going to stand outside of City Hall with a protest. I want to no. speed through a park. Yeah, nobody's going to be for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one, yeah, exactly. Like, no one's, yeah, just do it. That one, just go ahead. Don't, yeah, don't don't waste your time on a study. Just, you know, print off the, get the signs made. Mm-hmm. Get it done. Yeah, don't put out your little devices and boxes yeah, in neighborhoods don't worry to about test it. speed limits. Just do it. Yeah, put up a sign. This is what it is. Well, here's what they're going to do. Uh, committee Chair Council Andrew Knack says the city is going to plan a massive communication strategy oh. to find out a reaction, a reaction to possible you, lower speed limit. Just you know do what it. the reaction is going to be? No, and no one's going to even notice. Just lower it. Knack, stop wasting money. <laughs> Knack, just get it done. <laughs> How much does this study cost? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't Probably say. Probably like 15000 Yeah, I would just do it. Just say you're lowering it to 40. Everybody will be happy. Right? Done and done. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to say, I want to speed. <laughs> just- no, we're just going to speed. <laughs> <laughs> we will just do we'll it. We'll just do it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. All right, this is kind of a cute story. Edmonton police officers uh, took control of the reins during their Q&A. A session on their EPS Twitter account. Mm. And this was awesome. Uh, basically, the goal was to give people of Edmonton a chance to pull back the curtain on the police force. And they were asked pretty much every, anything and anything you could ask a police officer. Yeah. Oh, and they answered, the which was really cute. Yeah. Uh, I like some of the questions, including what's the kindest thing that you've done for a civilian? Mm. And uh, the Edmonton police answered that they tried to be kind. They've changed tires. Mm-hmm. Held doors, bought people coffee. Yeah. So they say they do a lot of that. Another one, they asked, uh, what was the favorite superhero of the Edmonton police or this person in in particular? Yeah. Iron Man oh, was yeah. the one that came up. Nice. I would have went a little more questionable. I'd be like, what's the sketchiest thing you've done? Well, this one gets close. It says, what is your most comedic memory while being on the force? Mm. And uh, this officer answered with uh, on Twitter, I once stopped a car in Mill Woods. The driver played a Zelda tune on his ocarina to get out of a ticket. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, I thought that was cute. Uh, the next two EPS Twitter takeovers are scheduled for next Tuesday and Wednesday. Follow the Edmonton Police Twitter account and uh, you too can get in on the Q&A. That's why I always keep my recorder in my truck. Mike, hold on, officer. So you can play it? <laughs> I'm like, and I can uh, play this one too. Okay, so I'm a police officer, yeah. and I pulled you over. Mm. I'm walking up to your window. Are you ready? Yeah. Roll her down, please, sir. <gasps> Hi, how are you doing? Hi. Uh, do you know uh, how fast you were going there, sir? I do, but I yeah. also know this. <laughs> All right, so we're going to have you step out of the car and blow into this device. (laughs) (laughs) It totally would go that route really fast. (laughs) If you play hot cross buns for a police officer, you know that you're blowing. Right? You're blowing. I totally am. You totally are. But what if I feature like three blind mice as a follow-up? Same song. Hot cross buns, three blind mice. It's different. You can sing along. It's the We can just have a sing-along on the side of the road. Once again. Yeah. I'm sure I could get off a ticket by doing that. No, you will be. You'll be shouting, do you see my gun? (laughs) Good point. You're right. That's what I will be yelling. You're right. All right. There's never been a better excuse for you guys to crack open the Ben and Jerry's and eat ice cream for breakfast. A Japanese scientist have found that people who eat the treat immediately after waking up are, in fact, smarter 
Apparently, if you eat ice cream, it boosts your reaction time and reduces mental irritation from waking up from an alarm clock. So we should be eating ice cream for breakfast. For breakfast, yes. Kids, you hear that? Yep. Demand ice cream for breakfast. It's science. We want ice cream. We We want ice cream. cream. We We want ice cream. cream. Yep. That's what you do. Smart kids. (laughs) Mm. Why? So it just kind of messes with your brain a bit. Yeah, and it makes. And apparently, because when you do eat ice cream, it just generally makes you feel good because of the sugar and the carbohydrates. So you're not so angry at your alarm clock that goes off at an ungodly hour. You need ice cream at three thirty in the morning. I do. I know. You are foul. Need a lot more than ice cream. Like she, she just makes sounds. Want want more than ice cream? (laughs) I just need a lot. You want like a dessert? I want. Yeah. (laughs) Like I need the whole. Dessert buffet. I don't think we're thinking about the same thing here. Yeah, I don't think we are. You're right. (laughs) You're right there, Crash. Mm. All right, for those of you who have started your Christmas shopping or for those of you who are sitting in traffic right now thinking, oh my God, I have to start my stupid Christmas shopping. A group of researchers in England recently had people shop for an hour for Christmas presents while they monitored their pulse, their body temperature, and how much they were sweating. Mm -hmm. Here's what they found. The average person's heart rate increased by 33% when shopping for Christmas presents. They also found that 88% of people uh, experienced tachycardia. Tachycardia? Sure. Sure. Uh, Basically, that's when your heart starts to really speed up. Yeah. When you find a gift that you liked. Uh, It's an abnormally rapid heart rate. Is that why you got like retail therapy kind of deal? Yeah. 60% of people in the study said they started to feel fatigued after 32 minutes of shopping. Oh, I'm fatigued the first 10 minutes. Yeah, you're done. So what is the conclusion of this? Apparently, Christmas shopping is as stressful as running a marathon. But it's not comparable, right? You're not getting well, the same effect, yeah. like health-wise? I don't think it's healthy, no. <laughs> uh, I think it's it's the stress on your body is mm-hmm. the same stress that you would put on your body if you were running a marathon. Mm. They say the best way to prevent yourself from getting stressed out while shopping is to do it in short bursts. Mm-hmm. So every day, go to the mall to buy one gift. Oh, that sounds like a night. <laughs> the other day, we uh, walked into uh, HomeSense in the West End. And we walk in, it's all like Christmas stuff, and the music is playing, and right away Mars is like, <gasps> and I'm like, oh, calm down, we got so much of this, I'm like, you don't need to buy this, we already have this. I know. And it's like, we're going at each other, and she's yep. like, you're, you're, you're just such a Christmas buzzkill. Yeah. She's yelling at me, and then an old friend walks up, hi Mars. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, and she's yelling like, at me. You are a shopping buzzkill, stop talking. And this lovely lady walks by, she's like, hey Mars, I haven't seen you in 20 years. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still yelling at people. <laughs> you haven't changed, right? <laughs> like, this guy over here won't let me buy anything. Well, you, I can only have so many, like, Christmas cones in the house. I know. <laughs> Quick poll, 56789. Do you space out your Christmas shopping, or do you do it all in one spurt? Ginger, you got a lot of presents to buy. Like, yeah. it's getting more and Did more Did you buy them yet? Not all of them, but the one, the spreading out is terrible. I mean, as you as you can do it, but don't purposely go to the mall every day. That's a nightmare. Yeah. Because yeah. the worst part is the parking, right? No, yes. It's brutal. Once you're in the mall, you can survive it, but it's that sharking around the parking lot looking yeah. for a spot. A uh, little tip for West Ed, just park by Hudson Bay. Oh, yeah, no There's always parking there. there. Nobody's oh, shopping at the bay. that's not good for Well, the people bay. are shopping at the bay, but it's not that bay. many. <laughs> it's right. a big store. Yeah. <laughs> That's the reason why there's lots of parking spots. Well, Bay Days is like my vacation. I see a Bay Well, that's true. You do, you do love your Bay Days. I'm really excited. But there's always parking on that side. Bought a whole bunch of new bras at Bay Days just uh, about a month ago. Good thing the wires are blowing out of them. Well, that's why I went to Bay Days. Oh. To get the new bras. It's awesome. Love it. That's... <laughs> 
I'm just saying, if the bras were that good, they wouldn't be blowing out of you. It wouldn't be, this wouldn't be an annual event if the bra quality was a little higher. Uh, okay. All right, uh, this toy is apparently being touted as the worst toy that a parent can see their kid open up at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, hilarious aunts and uncles who don't have kids all over the world are buying this for their friends and their family who have little ones. Now, it has been on the market now for three years. But parents still hate it. What is it? It is the frozen recorder. Oh. <laughs> what, do you- what does it do? It's a recorder, so like a tape recorder. Yeah. And a songbook that plays music while the kids are able to learn their favorite hits, such as Let It Go. Oh. Oh. And... You know what? There's tons of people that record it and put it on YouTube. Yes, there is. Have yeah. a listen, guys. Yeah. Don't buy this for your children. That's actually not bad, though. Well, this kid's pretty good. This kid's pretty good. Uh, they say that they, because uh, it's a recorder, so you can record and crash your favorite thing. Yeah, right. An record. actual I can, recorder. I can actually play a decent song. Uh, parents are saying that it is the most annoying instrument with the most annoying songs over and over and over. Uh, this woman said that she has to listen to the same Frozen songs <laughs> and the kid blowing into a recorder uh, every mother effing day. That's her actual <laughs> quote. She goes on to Let just, it go! Let it go! She goes on to say, who wants to build a snowman? Not me. I'm going to murder all the snowmen. <laughs> uh, we have some police listening. If yeah. I bust this out on recorder, would I get off my ticket? Like if you did let it go? Yeah. I don't think so. Again, I think you'd right? be blowing. Because I'm talking about yeah. the ticket. No. Let it go. Let, let it, it go. go. That would be pretty something, sweet. Something, something. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have this instrument? Do you have instruments in your home? No, just like little like xylophones and stuff. Recorders, is that uh, the school's fault? Is that teacher's fault? Yeah. They're the ones that introduce yeah, our kids to that, right? Yeah, we always to buy the dirty recorder. The teachers don't want to hear that, do they? No. That'd be the only thing worse than one kid with a recorder would be like 40 of them. I think it's because it makes everyone feel included because everyone can play the recorder, let's be honest. You just blow into it. You blow into it and, and put yeah, your finger yeah. on a hole. Get them a drum. <laughs> right? Some kids don't have rhythm. But they have the dexterity to pound out. Have you seen Mars on a drum? Uh, I'm actually not bad, thanks. <laughs> That's my drumming. You air drum like a weirdo. Like it's a like you're on a motorbike or something. (laughs) No, have you ever seen someone drum? Yeah, I can drum. I'm drumming in my bass drum, going my boom, boom, boom. I don't think you would be able to do the bass drum, like the kick drum, and your uh, hands. I don't think you could coordinate the two. <laughs> no, no. This no. is why they need to teach drumming oh, in school. Oh, I'm going to bring you to a music store and test you on drums. Oh, you should. I think I'd be all right at it, to be honest with you. I don't think so. Oh, you will not be all right at no. it. No. All righty. Okay, mm. one last quick story here. If you're looking for something to make you smile today, then you are going to want to Google the picture of a rescue goat with anxiety. Uh, apparently, a rescue goat who suffers from anxiety and various medical issues only seems to calm down when the goat is dressed up in her favorite duck costume. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Look at the goat. There's a a goat rescue center in New Jersey called Goats of Anarchy, (laughs) which is adorable. 
Uh, and apparently uh, they rescue goats and the goats that have anxiety, they help to heal. Here's the thing, though, is there's a picture of the goat sitting in a shopping <laughs> cart like a baby yeah. wearing a duck costume. Could the goat sitting in a shopping cart and being forced to do human things cause anxiety? Well, it kind of looks like the goat's dead in the shopping cart. Goat sleeping. Yeah, that's the sleeping goat. Yeah. Um, that one looks a little eerie. The goat sitting on the couch... In diapers and, like, duck feet. Yeah. That one's fun. That one's really cute. Yeah. Yeah, the shopping cart one's a little weird. Now, have you ever seen, like, I know for cats and for dogs, they sell the <laughs> Thunder shirt. Oh, yeah. Has anybody ever put a Thunder shirt on a cat? What's the Thunder shirt? It's supposed to be, like, a... It's an anti-anxiety shirt. Yeah. Oh, for when it actually thunders. For the no. weather. Oh. <laughs> no. Well, because sometimes animals don't like thunder. No, it'd be yeah. like, uh, your Thunder buddy, I guess. Yeah. Right? Uh, with the animal has anxiety, you put a shirt on him. Oh. And apparently it's supposed to calm them down. It's supposed to feel like a hug. I know. Uh, one vet said we needed to put that on our uh, Mr. Picks. Rest yeah. in peace. Mr. Rest Picks. in peace, Mr. Picks. Yeah, because he, he had a little bit of anxiety. This is it here? But I yeah. think that would have freaked him out. What effing cat is going to wear that? Right? No cat's no. wearing that. Just give them a blanket to go under. Cats love going under blankets. Yeah, they love hiding and burrowing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's why I have a burger at home that Triggs goes in. It's literally a full-blown, like, foam burger that he climbs inside. (laughs) I'd like to see that. Yeah, I I come home and I just see his legs, like, sticking out of the burger. I just realized our home looks really stupid. It totally does. Foam burgers everywhere, yeah. Foam burgers have cat igloos. Yeah. Is this goat wearing a onesie underneath his duck costume? Yes, I think you're right. I think they're causing the goat trouble. Yeah, just let it be a goat. Put it outside. But the goat in the duck costume does look pretty happy, and this one sitting on the couch, it's smiling. Come on. Yeah, but that's like any picture with like a kid. I bet it took four friggin' hundred pictures to get one happy goat there. Yeah, it's, it's not a happy good. goat. That one goat photo makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, job well done, goat. <laughs> I'll put a picture of that on our Snapchat. There you can you have go. a look at that. Alrighty, in sports, if you went to bed before the Oilers finished their hockey game last night, they entered the third period 3 2, ended up winning 6 3. Was the final score, which is awesome. Uh, Cam Talbot making 25 saves, which is sweet. Next up for the Oilers, they're still on the road. They play Arizona on Friday night. Uh, great cup coaches as well did some media yesterday. They were talking about exercising before a game. And uh, basically what they told their players, quote, is if you've been doing it all year, you keep doing it right through the Grey Cup. <laughs> <laughs> you do it for the team, guys. That's right. You get on your ladies. Just like that. Wow. All right, it is going to be a, a nice day today. Finally, some sunshine. Small chance of some flurries tonight, though, so keep that in mind. Warm, though, plus two for the high. It is 822, and we're still chilly, sitting at minus eight. Good morning. This uh, next story here, it's, uh, I I mean, I don't know if it's the worst in my opinion, but it is the top worst nicknames uh, of all time. Mm. And I think if you grew up, uh, maybe in a family, you had a nickname, maybe your friends called you a nickname. Unfortunately, sometimes if you've got a name that rhymes with things. Yeah, that's true. It can get pretty bad. Or just like reputation, like the, the people I grew up with. The uh, scrapyard people were known as slot pails. Slot pail, yeah. But they yeah. even call themselves yeah, they, slot pails, right? Yeah, that's what they call right? themselves. Yeah, they're like, hi, we're the slot pails. <laughs> yes. Do you need yeah. that 1982 <laughs> Chevy hood? Right, sure. <laughs> I'll go to my yard and get it for you. Right, because that's, <laughs> that's what slot pail did. Yeah. Uh, apparently, according to a new survey, the number one worst nickname you could be called, and I'm sorry if your name is Lori. Oh, no. 
But the nickname... We have well, an angry Lori on the app early in the morning. I know we do. She's going to be really angry. She's going to be super mad at this one. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the worst nickname was for Lori's, and it was Hori Lori. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Not no. Not good. Oh. I don't know if you want, if your name is Lori. Were you ever called Hori Lori? I don't know. <laughs> But it's it, uh, it got the most votes mm-hmm. on like the most traumatizing and worst nickname. Like even if you were just like an angel, people would still call you that. Yeah, Hori Lori. Oh. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Uh, so I want to know from you guys: Did you have an absolutely terrible nickname? Maybe it, it, you didn't choose it; just people gave it to you. Did people make fun of your name and rhyme it? Like if your name was Lori, Hori Lori. Yeah. You know, I was really lucky. I didn't really have a uh, like nothing really rhymed with my name. Well, yeah. Because it's Marcia, right? So nobody really... What would go with that? My brothers used to do like Marcia, diarrhea. That's a good one. And you do have diarrhea periodically. (laughs) 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 Did we all all forget about the egg incident? No. I hope they did, actually. And that that wasn't... You're off off eggs now. I didn't go into that detail. What? It's just a fact of life that you have diarrhea periodically. Just saying, right? It's a fact of life. Like James, about you, it. you live that show too. It's less a uh, less a nickname than like a fact, really. No, it's. I'm pretty sure it's a fact. Marcia has diarrhea. Yeah. It's yeah. A, okay. Like even Logan knows about it. Well, I know Logan knows about it. I tell Logan a lot of things. We don't need to relive them on the radio. Logan at the front desk sees it. Yeah, I you know. Come out, you're like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Logan. Thank God I made. <laughs> A lot of people know about it. Logan, that poor toilet certainly knew about it. Oh, my God. I'm never going to live this down. Were you eating eggs as a kid? Is that why you got the name? No, I don't know. I I don't know. It was just my brothers made fun of me. So they would say, Marcia, diarrhea. Mm -hmm. That's what they did all the time. There was a... I'd never heard this one before. Uh, Adam McGale, not McHale. Yeah. McGale, one of our writers, used to be uh, a little heavier. Okay. Okay. He's in great yeah. shape now. His gym looks fantastic. But yeah, he used to be yeah. used to be rounder. Oh, okay. Uh, and he told me that kids used to call him Fathom. Because his oh, name's Adam. No, <laughs> no. called him terrible, but sort of clever. <laughs> I'd never heard that before. I, I thought it was going to be like Miguel the Whale. Oh, oh, Miguel the Whale. No. Oh, yeah. no. Mm. Or McWhale. McWhale. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, Adam. You know, he just turned around and went home for the <laughs> oh, yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's back in the gym. No, he, he looks good. He looks hot. He looks, he looks good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Crash and Mars. Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. All right, we're talking about your terrible nicknames, uh, whether or not a word rhymed with your name and you got stuck with it or just you, you just got a bad nickname. Maybe a family member named it. Uh, you had a weird you I had two, two nicknames. Yeah, I had Carbwad. I would get car- like Carbwad. And carb wad. Carb wad. I don't know where that one really came from. Oh, God, does from. it mean something really bad? Did you... No, I like Urban Dictionary it? No. Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully it's not. I don't nothing, see nothing anything. I out. think you're okay, okay for carb wad. Yeah. Maybe I was playing with a carburetor as a kid. May- probably. Yeah. And I pulled a wad of something yeah, out of it. Yeah, who knows? Like, carb wad. <laughs> yeah. I also had uh, Wally. Wally was the big one. Yeah, they. I, I remember yeah. when I first met your family, they all called you Wally. Yeah, and there's nothing remotely close to my actual name. Like, Wally doesn't relate at all to, to my To anything, name. No. 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 So it was just Wally. I, I look like a Wally. I just Urban Dictionaried Carbwad, and, and there's nothing, okay. so you're safe. You're We're good safe. there. Anyone else get that nickname? No. Carbwad. Carbwad, not, it's not good. It's not a good go-to. Is it a country thing? Ginge, you get Carbwad? Were you a Carbwad? No, Wad is so, like, 80s, though. Anything is. Wad is, like, right? the most 80s. Yeah. yeah. Throw a carb in front of it. Yeah, it Make is it very, cool. Very well. Did you have a nickname, Ginge? 
Uh, Sons ginge? You know what? I didn't get ginge until later in life. Oh. When I was a kid, ginger wasn't really a thing. Carrot top was like the go-to. Yeah. Ginger wasn't... It wasn't a word. Didn't have the negative connotations no. it does now. Right. Did you get Ronald McDonald? <laughs> No. Oh, my, I bro- did. my brother got that. I got that too. Yeah. Why did my you la- get that? Well, my last name. Oh, yeah, your last oh, name. Right? That would have been a cool last name to have. No, yeah, it got made fun of all the time. Mm. There's nothing better when you're a child than McDonald's. I know, but yeah, no, it, it doesn't. Yeah, Ronald McDonald or he was Grimace. Like I know. <laughs> Marcia <laughs> Diarrhea. Spell me in the bathroom, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna go find the hamburger. Oh no no no! <laughs> uh, Stephanie, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm good. How are you guys? Yeah, doing We're doing fantastic. Good. Uh, so did uh, someone create a nickname for you that you didn't like? Oh yes. Yeah. What it was, was it? Step on me. Step on me. Step on me, Stephanie. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I, I got that through uh, grade seven through about grade eleven. Yeah. Uh, did you just oh, roll yeah. your eyes every time someone said it, or what? Oh, yeah, and then, of course, I've got an interesting last name, so they came up with a, a last name to go along with it. Oh, really? Yeah, so uh, my last name is Markakis. Yeah. And he used to say, Mark My Ass. Oh, oh no. Step on me, Mark My Ass. <laughs> yeah, <That's>, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the double. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, and still to this day, I, la- I mean, I laugh at it now, but back then it was like, really? Right? No, yeah. Like, as a teen, you're like, shut, shut up. up. Yeah. Yeah, I was totally like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right. All righty. Okay, we're talking about your bad nicknames that you grew up with, mm. or maybe your name rhymed with something. Yeah. And everyone just had fun with it at school. And some of them are really bad. Uh, this text here says, my wife's last name is Pouliot. I just like the winner. Oh, okay. She was called Poozalot. Oh. Poor girl. That, that could have been yours. Poo- oh, no. My, no. I got diarrhea. Marcia. Diarrhea. Flat out. Poozalot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this text here says, my last name is Fink. So as a kid, I used to get Amanda Fink has a rubber dink. <laughs> 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 oh no! Isn't it terrible when they chant? I got the chanting. My bro- yeah, I got the. Did chanting. you get the chanting? Yeah, Marcia, diarrhea. Like, well, how many people are chanting? Lots. I remember groups. Like the, the teachers in on it too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cry, child. Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> just bad. Uh, Mandy, how you doing today? I'm good. Excellent. All right. Yeah. Did you have a bad nickname? Well, yeah, it rhymed with my name. So mm. I lived in a town um, called Sandy yeah. growing up when we went to school. And in high school, you know what boys are like. So they then decided that I was Randy Mandy from oh. Sandy. Wow. Right off the, what? you know what Randy is in England? No, well, it's, I know I'm, what it is here. Yeah, I know what it is here. <laughs> okay. I think it's probably the same thing. Mm. Yeah, horny and yeah. yeah. Like you like to get your freak on. Apparently, yeah. Yeah, you know what? I've got another text here um, from a woman named Amanda. She said that at high school, somehow that got shortened to Mandy, yeah. and they used to call her Handy Mandy. Oh, no. Oh, no. I think mine was better. <laughs> <laughs> yep, That's I would say so. Amanda and the Grove, yeah. or Handy Mandy and the Grove. I'd rather be Randy than Handy. Than Handy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now Radio. All right, we're wondering uh, what is the worst nickname uh, that someone gave you. According to my list, uh, Lori's come up on top having the worst rhyming nickname of Lori Lori. Yeah. I just want to say I did have some Tories text in and say that they were also called uh, Hori Tory, mm. which isn't really good. Tory, that's a name that you don't really hear. Short for Victoria. Oh, that's Tory. Nice. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, let me see. This one here says it's horrible. My last name was Walton and I had ginormous boobs. The boys all called me the Walton Mountains. And every time they passed me, they would put their hands in their peck area and make it seem like they were bouncing boobs. What? Oh, that one's bad. The Walton Mountains. Yeah. Did you um, get the Walton Mountains? No, or I did didn't. Did you get the uh, the McDonald Mountains? No, I didn't get the McDonald Mountains. Probably do now though. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't then. So you're walking through the mall. Yeah, I'm like, oh. McDonald Mountains. Like, damn. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, this one here says, "Good morning, guys. Bridget is my name." I went through school being known as Frigid Bridget. Oh, uh, were you angry? No, just not willing to put out. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. That sucks. Uh, here, I got uh, Nicola hanging on. Okay. What could go wrong with that? Uh, you grew up with a bad nickname? Yeah, well, since my name's Nicola, everyone thinks it's funny to go, Nicola. Oh, ah, yeah. Oh. Of course. <laughs> Nicola. Yeah. How long has that been going on for? Um. Well, I'm 17 now, so... 17 years. Oh! Yeah. They're like, this is our baby. Nicola! (laughs) Yeah. Because no one really thought about it in my family. My my mom named me, and Mm. she never thought about it. And then all of a sudden, I get to school for the first day, and everyone goes, Nicola! So now I go by Nikki. Yeah, you go by Nikki. The question question is, do you like Ricolas? I do. (laughs) (laughs) They do work. (laughs) They're not bad. Snap, Crash, and Mars. Search Crash and Mars on Snapchat. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, I'm sure you guys have heard in the news the Toyota recall. Did you hear about this? This is kind of insane. It's um, the door thing? Yeah, it's yeah. the door thing. The Toyota has recalled um, uh, almost 800,000 Sienna minivans for doors that may open while driving. That's the double door too, right? Yeah, no, Ginge, you've got the Toyota Sienna, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, you do. Oh. You got the death wagon. You do. You got death wagon. And one last kid. Yeah. (laughs) Right out the side. Right out the side. Yeah, that's right. Uh, And that's the doors that they're saying. Is it's the back doors? You know, the slide on the van? So what, they just both click open? Yeah, they're saying that the doors might pop open while driving. It's like you're on a military helicopter. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it would be. Now, obviously, this presents a huge safety risk, uh, considering that children are often the ones in the back seats of the minivans. Even though they're buckled in, it's still dangerous to have those sliding doors pop open. So, Hmm. you know, Toyota, of course, is, uh, you know, looking at getting a remedy. You can head over to their website. In the meantime, bungee cords work. Bungee cords, yeah. Bungee cord that stuff down. Uh, you can if you can actually input your VIN number. Oh, and well, it will see tell, if it's on the recall. Yeah, so you might want to do oh. that with your uh, Vienna. Recalls are yeah. sort of the worst, though. Yeah, they are. Oh, it takes forever to get repairs done. Dead, you know, death and destruction is terrible, too. But, like, yeah. to wait for the... Right? Oh, uh, yeah, no Gotta van for, for a yeah. bit. Like, how long did your mom wait for a part? Three years. Her car? <laughs> Three years she waited. For some airbag issues. Yes, she refused to let me sit in the passenger seat of her 
Pontiac vibe because there was a big story about how that airbag might just spontaneously go. Right. And she even made your dad sit in the back yeah, seat. So, so they go for coffee and her dad sitting in the back seat. And she'll throw him around. Yeah, yeah me, and me too. I'd be like, well, Mom, do you want to go to Winners? Let's take one car. And she'd be like, I'll drive. And I'm like, okay. And I'd go to get in the passenger seat like an adult. Yeah. She'd be like, no, get in the back. So I'd sit in the back next to my niece's car seat. She got caution tape on the seat. Yeah. Exit yeah. No, Jesus, Mars, there's been a recall. Yeah, absolutely. So an off we go. My mom driving and me in the back seat to home sense. But uh, yeah, so I think she waited two or three years to yeah, get was, that done. It was a yeah, long time. Crazy. I thought, though, that we could have a fun conversation about a time when you were driving and your door opened. Mm. Now, if you remember a time before the child safety locks... Oh, yeah. It was one thing that, you know, kids just used to play with those door handles nonstop. Yeah, the, yeah. the only way to lock the door was push the thing down, right? Yes, and then of that course... That was the only like, way. There was no powered locks when I grew up. And once you had good dexterity in your fingers as a kid, you could just rip that up and yeah. see you later. I remember, being, I remember hatches being, I feel like... Uh, a little up in the hatch? Yeah, like they yeah. weren't as... The quality control wasn't there, and there's was a lot more hatchbacks then too. Well, Just like, driving down the highway and that hatch pulling up, you had yeah. to pull over to. Well, even the again. old wood panel wagons, all the kids would go in the back, right? The yeah. big open area, and of you course. play in there. It's a playroom. There was a uh, like emergency latch, like an inside release, so you could pop the the gate open. Oh. So like, down the highway, you could like, pop it open. <laughs> and all your stuff could yeah. fly. <laughs> and all your kids, too. Right, yeah, yeah, all the kids. Yeah, yeah. the back of the... So I want to know from you guys, um, maybe a kid, maybe as a kid, did you open the door? Did your parents have to rip you back in the vehicle? Mm-hmm. Have your kids ever opened a vehicle? I know with the safety lock, it might be a little different now. Yeah. Or maybe has like a drunk buddy decided that he was going to get out of the vehicle oh. when you were doing 80 down the white mud. No. When did a car door open... Uh, while it was driving. Call, call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, we're talking about the time that uh, a car door opened while maybe while you were driving or if you uh, if you were the passenger. A lot of times it was when you're a kid and before the child locks, mm. you're really curious about the unlock and the locking and the Did door Did you ever mechanism. taunt your parents? Oh, I, I, right? I actually did. Because you're like, no. They're, they're shouting at you, no, no. And you're like, click. They're like, don't. And you're like, Open the door, and then close the door. Yeah, no, I never did that because I was not a terrible, oh, oh, <laughs> terrible <okay>. child. <laughs> but I did open the door while my dad was driving. He oh. yanked me back in. Uh, Tracy, how are you doing today? Good. Excellent. I uh, think this is such an interesting conversation. Oh, did you open the door as a kid? I did, yes. Oh. And for most of my adult life, I thought it was just a reoccurring dream that I had had. No way. Oh, no. And so we were just sitting around the table probably at Christmas one evening and I had talked about my dream and my dad said that wasn't a dream. That happened. That you literally opened the car door. Did you fall out? Well, we were coming down uh, the only road there there was going from uh, Thickwood down to the center of Fort McMurray at the time and my dad had this old Ford 71 Ford with bench seats. Yeah. Um, I was three and I pulled the door open. Oh, oh Lord. No. Were you wearing a seatbelt? No. Yeah, well, back then you didn't. Right? No, of no. course not. Yeah, course you're, not. Just, you're just bopping around. Sure. You're not in the car seat or anything. So did you go flying out or did they yank you back in? I was almost completely out. He had me by the ankle. What? I could, I could remember looking at the rim of an 18 wheeler, like a giant wheel. I see why you would take that wow. as like a nightmare. It was awful. And I remember him pulling me back in. It was actually my first memory as a child. He pulled me back in. And he said, what the hell are you doing out there? Right? 
And then, wow. and then you just keep driving. You're like, oh, yeah. idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. We're talking about the times that uh, you opened your car door. Yes. Usually it's a kid doing it. Maybe you took a tumble. Or I guess if uh, you're uh, the one that's been picked up from the bar. Yeah, <laughs> and that's you open coming the back in. door and take a tumble. Yeah, yeah. This one here says, hey guys, my mom just texted me a story. She said when she was little, her mom was backing up down the driveway. It was a long driveway that went downhill. And for some reason, one of the back seat doors came open. My mom flew out. Oh. Instead of making a clean break from the car, though, she clung onto the door and was dragged down the driveway. Mm. Remember that video that uh, was popular a couple months ago? In China, that guy that drove through that busy intersection, oh, yeah. and the baby toppled out of the back of the van. Oh, that was it was a good video because it had a good. Yeah, oh yeah, ending. yeah. But someone came out and saved the baby. But the baby was in the middle of this busy intersection, and the baby was fine. Oh, that's yeah. I remember right? that video. That was yeah. a crazy yeah, video. That's a weird video. Uh, Adam, what's up? So a couple of weeks ago, my brother um, decided to get really drunk. Yeah, and um, we have a ninety-seven Crown Vic. Oh, okay, and it's just beast. So, so he, he, uh, the back doors have childproof locks on them. Yeah. And, we're, and they were taking my brother's friend back home, and they were by um, the Coliseum. Yeah. Going up the hill there. Yeah. My brother decided to roll down the window, reach outside, pull the latch, and let himself out. Oh, no. Go, yeah, go. that's not good. Like, now, Did he tumble? Uh, yeah, he tumbled. He, he, had, he was in the hospital for... Uh, well, overnight. Yeah, like we're yeah. getting stories about like country back roads. People are hitting ditches. Oh, but yeah, this, heard. your buddy would have hit the pavement. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, that's a tough one. That's a that's yeah. a tumble. That's some serious road rash. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna say he will never do that again. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Call Crash and Mars four eight nine four six six nine. Join the conversation now. Radio. And that's the show. We want to thank you again for listening, and remind you you can listen over the air at one hundred two point three FM Monday to Friday five thirty to ten AM, and you can check back here every weekday for a brand new podcast.